Hello there! Wake up and shake out those negative thoughts out of your head and life. Welcome to my podcast, Modern Day Dharma. Dharma made simple to understand and apply in our life. I'm your host, Keita. In yesterday's episode, we heard from Dr. Prabha the mesmerizing story of how Ganga is called Tripadhaga as she flows in all three worlds. By the end of the episode, Rama heard many stories from Vishwamitra. These very stories were slowly molding him into following dharma to the T. Let's listen to what Dr. Prabha can amaze us and amuse us with more stories about Rama and Sita. Hello Dr. Prabha, Shrida, how are you doing today? Yeah, good evening everybody. So we'll continue the story of yesterday's. Yes, please. Can't wait really. And from there, Rama and Lakshmana protected the sacrifice of Vishwamitra. And Vishwamitra and his uh, guests and hosts, everybody moved towards Mithila to witness the bow sacrifice of King Janaka. And they stayed on that night at the banks of the Sona River. Rama was very much interested to know little thing uh, about Vishwamitra only. He just requests him. So talk about yourself, sir. We don't know anything about you. Then he talks. Brahma was my forefather. Kusha had four sons, Kushanaba and others. Kushanaba had hundred daughters. And then they were all one day moving in the park. Varuna Deva, he loved them and asked them to get married. But they said, no, unless our father agrees, we will not marry anybody. And he was so angry, he enters everybody's body and made their body into cricket forms. So they did not curse back. They came back and told their father what has happened. But then the father said, very good words, everything applies. To today's society also, Mm. Alankaro hi nari inam kshamatu purushasyava. Dushkaram tachya vaikshantam. He says this, Shama, the forgiveness, what you have done is very good. You did not curse back. You controlled yourselves and have come back. Shama, that means forgiveness is very good. This is Danam, that is Satyam, that is Yagnam, and that is only the Yashaha and also Dharmaka. You have followed a very good Dharma which applies for today's society also. Everybody has to understand. In the Ramayana, you will see this type of good words to advise for today's society also. And from there, Chuli is one of the priests and his wife is Somada. And their child is Brahmadatta. Kushanabha requests Brahmadatta to get married with his daughters. So Kushanabha performs the sacrifice for birth of a son, Gadhi, who is the, and he attains in glory of the world. Present Rishi's father, that is Vishwamitra's father, is Gadhi. And also Vishwamitra is known as Kaushika. These people are great kings. They are not Rishis. Vishwamitra was not a Rishi. And crossing the Sona River, Vishwamitra and party reaches the bank of Ganga and he said Ganga story also. And Sagara, king of Ayodhya, also had this. That's why the Sagara name came. 
on the orders of sagara this grandson amshamanta and dilipa bhagirata and they brought ganga down and we have finished that story also yesterday after traveling free few miles they are reaching the city called vishala king sumati who is also cousin of dasharatha and he was wondering to see these rama and lakshmana who are these these two people are so beautiful look so good and also very very gajasimha gativiro they are uh, comparing them for four animals gaja simha and chardugula vrishabhopamo these four animals children are so handsome and we are hearing this vishwamitra narrates everything that they killed tataka subah so he was very happy to hear this rama is not a ordinary human being he is a great great soul and from there they travel they went to ahalya and when they are moving to towards mithila entrance of mithila they saw another good ashrama with lots of gardens divyam mayamaye meva that garden was looking like maya world and they saw it and then rama asked vishwamitra what is this nobody is there it looks empty but so nicely maintained whose mm-hmm. garden is this oh. then vishwamitra explains about the gautama and ahyas tree there there he explains uh, about ahalya and uh, indra because ahalya was very popular for her beauty in the three worlds okay. so that's why indra got once he wanted to see her so he came down and he disguised himself as gautama and enters ahalya's ashrama one day early morning when gautama went for morning ablations so then he asks ahalya he tells also knowing that she felt rajoguna what we call her mind a few hours got covered with that raja means dust that dust covered herself and she forgets when the king of 33 crores of gods indra has come and want to meet her she just felt proud of herself and met with him and then afterwards she wanted to go out she says go fast save me and save yourself also but the moment when he comes out gautama was entering the ashrama and he curses both for indra also he give curse and for uh, ahalya he tells okay you will be invisible anybody your mind is covered with the dust and you are covered with the dust now you be laying here this ashrama that ashrama will stay like this throughout after thousands of years rama comes oh, and that's what happened now she was there in the invisible form like a stone or like a air or like something she was there but when the rama's foot touches her she got into her original form and she does puja for him because of you my curse is gone but then gautama also arrives there and both of them will do worship for rama and their first son is mithila's court in janaka's house he was a raja purohit so he was there shatananda he is called mm-hmm. and divya maya maye meva purna chandra prabha meva this lady is shining like that so next day then they started towards the mithila and they are walking towards there 
and rama and lakshmana were saying that, that city also naka comes with all uh, pomp and ceremony this thing to welcome rama lakshmana both okay both of them will come and they will give an a good place in mithila you ask where for one on palace he gave to stay for them and then they stayed there and here also we have to say somewhere about rama yeah and here vedanta deshika when he says about rama's walking inside the mithila nagari all the people are looking at him okay lakshmana and rama and rishi goes and stays in his house they made for him yeah. but now rama and lakshmana are going around the city lakshmikantam kamapitarunam ratyayanishpatantam ragadrashtam tvaritamanasam rajadhani vadhunam satyadesham bhajati madhuraihi sound comes when rama is walking shinjini manjunadaka and chetohare kusumadanishaka shinjini manjunadaka manjunada is very melodious sound so everybody was wondering and they all went to sita and told her also and she came to her balcony those days multiswari building was there hmm. and she <laughs> came out and saw from the top and rama saw her both of them the eyes are meeting So okay. then both of them will come and meet there and Vishwamitra will come to our meeting and sitting there. Brahmadatta, Vishwamitra's story comes here again. Vishwamitra comes here, Vishwamitra story and Vishwamitra's story comes. Vishwamitra was a king, Kaushika. He was called as Kaushika, the king. So he was moving forward. and uh, once he went to hunting when he went for hunting with all his big soldiers group he went and saw in vasishtha ashrama so that day it was uh, coming dark and everybody stayed there in vasishtha ashrama so vasishtha had to feed all these people he calls one of the descendant of kamadhenu mhm surabhi nandini all are their descendants so vasishta calls that cow and asks it to supply the food for everybody that surabhi who called him that cow supplied the food to all kaushika's army kaushika was wondering then he asked vasishta see all good things are supposed to be with the king and the king of your land so i will take this he said Okay. But Vasishtha said, it's not under my control. I requested her from Indra's place, from the celestial cow. It came to feed you. Now she will go back. After her work, she will go back. But Kaushika was uh, a, a sort of um, king. He orders, no, I want that. I will take it. Vasishtha said, it's not in my hand. That's not mine. And I cannot give you. but he was forcibly asking his soldiers to bring it then the cow requests of vasishta 
what shall I do? Then Vasishtha said, take care of yourself. Yeah. And Kho was so angry and it started shaking its body from its nose. So steam come and from one one hair of its body, one one soldier came out. Oh. So many people comes out, all our soldiers with their swords and gada and billo bana, they came out and started fighting with the Kaushika's army. Kaushika failed and all the army people then died. After next day, he brought his sons also. Hundred sons of Kaushika died. And then Kaushika at one stage stops. Stops and goes mm-hmm. to Anans. He did the very hard tapas. And then Shiva took all the missiles. All wonderful missiles. Came back to Vasishtha Ashrama again. Mm-hmm. Now Vasishtha what did? He, did, he had a Brahmadandam. Okay. One big Brahmadandam. He had in the hand. He put in front of him and sits in the yoga pose. Brahmadandam. And whatever Kaushika is using, uh, that Brahmadanda, everything swallowed. No Shiva's astras was useful to kill Vasishta or to spoil that dandam. That is called Brahmadandam. And he asked Vasishta, how that you have reached this? There are so many stages to reach this. Go and do tapas again. <laughs> how exciting. Vishwamitra did the tapas, giving up his... Uh, kingdom to his son and he comes and he will start doing it. First Rishi and uh, only Rishi, Rajarshi, in the last they will come Brahmarshi. When he becomes okay. that Brahmarshi, then he will get that Brahma Danda from Brahma and then that Danda will stay with him. What he wanted is, Vasishta must give me the Brahmarshi Patam. That title did the tapas for Brahma also. And Brahma said in the last word you want, he said, I want to be a Brahmarshi. I want that Brahmadanda. So then, okay, he calls Vasishta and asks him to accept Vishwamitra as a Brahmarshi. And he also gives Brahmadanda. This is how Kaushika into Vishwamitra has become now. His name is Vishwamitra. And he will become holder of that Brahmadanda along with the Vasishta. So this is how he has become Rishi, converted, the king converted into Brahmarshi. It's a very great thing. Nobody has achieved in our mythology. These thousands of years they did the penance and reached this Brahmarshi. So mm. like that, this Shatananda is telling the story at Mithila to Rama, Lakshmana and all those people. Thank you, Dr. Prabha. The story of Vishwamitra was super interesting to be honest. Thank you. Let's just try and look back at the story of Kushanabha and his hundred daughters. It's absolutely striking to what we see over and over in our current world. The god gets attracted to the beautiful girls and assumes they'll readily agree to marry him. All of the hundred refused. This hurt his ego and so he misused his powers to disfigure them without a single thought. It was definitely a dharma on his part to do that. You don't force a girl to do anything, period. And it's definitely a dharma to vent your anger on her using all the powers you have. Just because she refused to do what's being forced on her? Hmm. In this case, they were all disfigured to look all wonky and old. Focusing on the hundred girls, they really inspire me. They refused to marry a god imagine a god 
He was super handsome young and had all the wealth they could have ever imagined. They'd have got all the pleasures of the world. What's wrong with him? They stuck to their dharma. The girls were educated enough and knew it was a dharma to get married to a person without an approval from their parents and father in particular. Even if he is an all handsome and rich god, they just refused. They stuck to their high values and not just that, they showed kshama. They did not curse him back, mainly because there wouldn't be any difference between themselves and the person who cursed them, isn't it? Do not reflect somebody else's bad qualities. The father was actually very impressed with the strength of attitude, that's kshama. Which is why their father Kushanabha goes an extra mile, looks out to a man worthy of his daughters. Despite them being disfigured, the dad did not give up. He did his dharma. He looked out for a man worthy of his daughters, Brahmadatta. And guess what? Because they all followed their own dharma, the girls, after marrying Brahmadatta, regained their beauty. Magical? Yes, I'd like to see it as a blessing for following dharma. Did you know the place where the hundred daughters were cursed was called Kanyakubja? The city still exists. Yeah, it does. It is now called Kanoj, situated near Ganga River, about 50 miles northwest of Kanpur, Uttar Pradesh. Please do visit when you have some time. Also, in the story of Vishwamitra, it amazed me on how, regardless of what Vishwamitra did, he couldn't win over Vasishta. Imagine all the possible weapons he would have got from Shiva. Not even those worked on Vasishta. Does that mean Vasishta is more powerful than Shiva? No, they probably failed because of one little flaw on Vishwamitra. He carried with him anger. Anger on anyone is, you're right, a dharma. We shouldn't vent out our anger on anyone. We should probably look inwards and change ourselves to become a more peaceful person. So Vishwamitra could never really win over Vasishta and after he attained Brahmarishatva, he realized there's no value in holding grudge. Believe me, having grudge within us leads to anger, anger to hate hate to suffering and suffering always leads to destruction. Destruction of yourself before you could destroy someone else. If you have some questions, please do shoot them across to moderndaydharma at gmail.com. With that note, I'd like to end this episode. Meet you tomorrow with one more old fascinating story of Ramayana. Until then, have a lovely Navratri. Thanks a zillion for listening. 